What is the the ideal sound for a fart if you're trying to be sexy? Welcome to Movie Muggin, the father and son podcast that thinks they hear Santa coming. That's right. We're standing right outside your mom's room. Oh, God. I was like, what am I going to say to that? But then <laughs> I hadn't heard the uh, punchline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Took me a second to get it, too. Did you make that up? I did. <laughs> Bravo. It, looks, it sounded like something you'd find looking up. Naughty Christmas jokes. I mean, it's been said before. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I'm sure. But uh, I'd never heard it before. I hadn't either. That was pretty good. Well, thank you. Kudos. Thank you. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode number 185. Damn. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yep. Happy holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hanukkah was uh, a... Few days back, I believe. What about Kwanzaa? I'm not sure when Kwanzaa is. And good luck naming a different one. Festivus is another one. What? Festivus. Well, yeah, but where? You've never heard of Festivus? No. Okay. Festivus started in the 90s. Is it an American thing? It or? is, yes. Because in elementary school, we had this thing where each class was a different like December holiday, and we had like a big portfolio thing, and we had to decorate it like a suitcase, like a travel suitcase. Okay. And we would rotate the classrooms, and so one's the Hanukkah room. We learned all about Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and Christmas, and I never, ever, ever learned or heard of another holiday. Okay. Well, give me a fact about all three that you learned when you were in uh, elementary school while I look up uh, Festivus. Um... <laughs> well, Kwanzaa's in Africa. Okay. There's my fact on that one. That's all I remember. Um, Hanukkah, they have dreidels, the menorah, and they get like a gift a day for 12 days or something. 12, um, what is it? Adam Sandler says uh, <laughs> 12 crazy nights or something like that? Or no, it's eight. I think it's eight crazy nights. Uh, bringing up <laughs> Adam Sandler yeah, talking he, about Hanukkah. Now he sings a song about it. Put on your yarmulke, here oh, comes Hanukkah. Yeah. There's so much Hanukkah to celebrate Hanukkah. That's stupid. No, it's not. It was awesome when it came out. All right, so Festivus. And you didn't give me time to do a Christmas one. Okay, what you got? Santa Claus. Okay. Tree. <laughs> Those aren't facts, Jack. <laughs> Those are just words. All right, so Festivus is um, the name of a secular and non-commercial holiday Characterized by the raising of an aluminum pole, the serving of dinner, and the airing of grievances, and the demonstration of feats of strength. Interesting. <laughs> yep. That sounds like it would be like Norse. It says, just follow these five steps. Number one, get a Festivus pole. Search your home for an aluminum pole. Number two, prepare... Why aluminum? I don't know. Number two, prepare a Festivus dinner. Meatloaf is key. Number three, air your grievances. Number four, join the feats of strength. And then number five, call all slightly non-routine events Festivus Miracles. That sounds weird. 
Who made it? <laughs> uh, I think um, his last name was Costanza. Tony? No, I can't remember. Isn't that someone? Tony Costanza? No, that's Tony Danza. <laughs> <laughs> Why have I heard Costanza? Frank Costanza. Made uh, up. Is that the mustache guy? It mm. kind of looks like Borat? No, I'm not sure who that is. I'm thinking of a musician. He made music you don't really like. That's Frank Zappa. <laughs> You're all over the map, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so now you've learned a little bit about uh, Festivus. I've learned all I need to know. Mm -hmm. They serve meatloaf? I'm in. Yeah, no doubt. An airing of grievances? How great is that? I'm really good at that. I'm really fucking tired of you not getting up and not taking out the trash when you're supposed to, Jack. And there's a the trash is not full right now. There's there's a fucking uh, dishwasher full of dishes. So I'm I'm airing my grievances. I guess I'm doing it a little bit early. But since this releases on um, Christmas, just pretend today is Festivus. Okay. So happy Festivus, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, and Merry Christmas to everybody. All right, Jack. Well, you did a uh, beautiful job decorating the lobby over there. So what do you say we uh, head on over there? Sure. Well, good, because it's holiday lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time to talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. Okay, so in last week's episode, I brought up how long did you think the uh, fight was in Avengement at the end? Yeah. And you guessed like five minutes or something. It was actually nine minutes. And I said, certainly there's been no other fight that's been longer than that. And you did a callback to Raid to the Redemption or something like that. You said the two brothers fought the the villain for uh, more than nine minutes. Okay. I went back and watched it, Jack. And, like, you can't count. There was, like, it showed them fighting, and then it split to another scene uh, in the building. And then it came back to them fighting. So you can't really count all that Well, you just got to start that a timer time. and then pause. And, and that's what I did, Jack. And yeah. it was five minutes and 23 seconds. It felt way longer. Until the fluorescent light bulb was sliced across his yeah. neck. Did you remember that when they stuck the fluorescent light bulb in his neck that he kept fighting? <laughs> no. He fought for about another minute, and then one of them finally, somehow without it breaking, just dragged it across to like the front of his throat. That would break so easily. <laughs> no. I, I've broken so many fluorescent bulbs in my lifetime. They're fun to break. They are. When I worked at Toys R Us, when maintenance would come and change them, they'd leave them like right by the dumpster. And because uh, I don't think you were supposed to throw them in the dumpster, but we would get them and we'd fucking throw them like uh, harpoons or uh, spears. The where? Into the dumpster? Yeah. And they would oh. just explode and they just yeah. had this wonderful sound, man. It's, yeah. it's very pleasing to break glass. They also have like, I guess it's the glass turning like into powder. There's like a nice little magic powder poof mm -hmm. as well when you blow them up. And it's, it is really fun. All right, Jack. What do you say we get into a little In the News with Jack? All right, Jack. A two-year-old was safely rescued after being partially swallowed by hippopotamus. Wow. And count your lucky fucking stars. Have you seen what they do to watermelons? I have. Yes, I have. Uh, a two-year-old baby might look similar. It probably won't explode like a watermelon would, all juicy and stuff. It'd probably be a little mushier, but... That'd be rough. That'd be, that'd be <laughs> I mean, yeah, so rough to see that. That'd be a pretty rough thing to see. And imagine having one of those, like, nasty, like, infected yellow-brown teeth. They, yeah. They're, they're like teeth are like, 
all right, I'm going to go in this direction. And the other one's like, yeah, I'll see you later. I'm going the other way. I know. They're disgusting. And there's like always like an odd number. They have like seven. And, well, they, <laughs> and it's like, ew, dude. I mean, when you live in a mud pit, basically, you know, your your dental hygiene is probably not going to be the best. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And they can run really fast. Yeah. And they're super strong. They'll bite anything. You ever seen the videos where they're chasing a boat? And they're like, they keep coming up out of the water. Maybe. Man, they're like gaining on that boat too. There's a, there was a show, I think it was like, I shouldn't be alive or one of those kind of, I survived one of those kinds of shows. And there was one where a dude was like in the wherever hippos are. Um, Uganda, evidently. Yeah. Um, are they, you never see them like in a jungle. It's usually like a flatter land with a pond, but I don't want to say like Savannah. I don't know. I saw them in Jumanji too. Welcome to the jungle. Okay. So uh, uh, man, that's I think I actually... saw them in the first one in the supermarket. Oh my gosh. I, it's it's hard to put those two movies together as both being Jumanji yeah. other than the board game I mean, one, that they find. One has Jack Black, but I think Kevin Hart cancels out Jack Black. I like Kevin Hart, man. <laughs> I got no problem with him. I, I really haven't seen that. Him and The time. Rock together, that's like my favorite couple. Have you ever seen those two together? Come on. No, 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 no. They are no, fucking... No, 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 no. You are making a grave mistake right now. No, I'm not. Okay, well, think about Kevin Hart and The Rock together. Yeah. How great that is to you. Now think of the movie Step Brothers, where you got Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Okay. That's all I'm saying. You're making a fucking grave mistake right now. Because John C. Riley is way better by himself than The Rock and the Kevin Hart combined. I disagree. I've never seen him in a movie, but I mean, I'm not talking the, about the movies Rock. necessarily. They've they've been in a lot of movies together, but it's when they're doing interviews. Those two genuinely like each other so much, yeah. and it's so obvious. And they just feed off of each other, and they're they're quick witted. And they're just so much fun, man. I want to be around The Rock and Kevin Hart. Yeah. Like, I want to go I'm where sure they are be fun. and just hang out with them. I, like Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. I, I don't want to picture them in real life. I don't want to hang out I with guess. Will Ferrell, I feel like. Yeah. I don't I don't really feel like I'd John C. Riley, yeah. But Will Ferrell, I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like Kevin Hart and The Rock are just down to earth, fun people who could genuinely have fun with you. Yeah. A, a nobody. Well, I mean, I say nobody. We're uh, two podcasting stars. Yeah. (laughs) But, dude, you should, like, watch some videos of just Kevin Hart and The Rock together. Man, they are... I know they, like, I've seen them insult each other. They're they're great. They're they're a lot of fun. All right, so the toddler who police identified as Iga Paul, I-G-A, was attacked by the hippopotamus on the afternoon of December 12th. Paul had been playing at his home in Uganda's Katwe Kabatoro town, which is uh, a popular destination that houses wild animals, including lions, elephants, and hyenas. Can you fucking imagine Why would you living want to in a house town? A hyena? No, I don't think they meant like like a house. I think oh. they meant it's like I was a thing like they have them there, like, like a wildlife refugee park or something like that. That's yeah. that's really really and big for some reason. And I guess, people live on it. Um, can you imagine, like? Going out to get the mail and having to like run both ways for a lion. No doubt, man. That's crazy. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, Police said the boy's home is about half a mile from Lake Edward, where about six thousand hippos live. Half a mile. Mm -hmm. Fuck. It's not clear how close Paul was to the water, but a hippopotamus was able to grab the child by the head and swallow half his body. So head first. 
Okay, so child should have died. Yeah. Also, <laughs> parents, hello? Where are you? They they wanted their kid to get fucking eaten. You know, like, parents not watching their kids and, like, they open the back door and fall in the pool. That's mm-hmm. one thing. But, like, how the fuck? There's, like, hyenas and shit that could just be chilling outside your house. How are you going to not watch your kid? When you're a parent, aren't you supposed to, like, kind of think about things? Like, I don't have a bell around my neck, and y'all could still find me when I was getting in trouble. And I think if there were murderers half a mile from our house, about 6,000 people eaters, you'd probably keep a tighter leash on where I play. Hippos are not typically people eaters, though. Well, They said this is the first time that's ever happened that they've known about. Well, that's probably because people don't go and fuck with hippos and sit by the water and make sandcastles. Can two-year-olds walk? Yes. I don't know the de- developmental yes. calendar. Yes, two-year-olds are very mobile. Okay, I, I was like, how do you crawl a half mile anyway? <laughs> but that's that's another crazy thing. This two-year-old walked a half mile away. Maybe the hippo met him in the middle. Maybe they'd been texting back and forth, and the hippo <laughs> lured him. You, I'm fucking hungry. The hippo pretended to be another two-year-old with a phone and just what lured him out eating? there. Hippos? Yeah. I, I don't know. If there's 6,000 of them in a lake... I don't know what hippos it's, eat. It's got to be like one of those ecosystem issues where there's way too many of one thing and not enough of another. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a place that they ha- there's a ton of deer, so they introduced more wolves to Predators, it or, or yeah. something like that so they could, you know, control and balance everything. Because then if there's too many deers and they're eating too much green shit and then other things happen. Mm-hmm. All I've ever seen hippos eat is watermelons, and uh, to my I've knowledge, seen pumpkins. Okay, I've seen yeah, pumpkins. So I don't know if watermelons and pumpkins grow out in the wild uh, in Uganda. So I, I don't really know what they eat. I, <sighs> if you know what hippos eat, moviemuggin at gmail.com. Let me know. I'll send you a movie muggin sticker. I, I want to say I've seen one eating an animal before. Are they just omnivores? I, I f- just like whatever, man. Whatever's I think, close. I think so. I mean, I, I swear I, I had seen them eat an animal, but then I thought. Maybe they're herbivores, but you would look at them and think swallowing a child. So then I'm like, hmm, maybe they're just garbage disposals, possibly. But another thing I saw recently, um, I think on Reddit, there was a lion or some sort of a toothy predator animal, and it was ripping off a zebra's face. Damn, it was crazy. Like, so you know how the shape of like a zebra's head, um, it was still alive. But its face was torn off from the very front all the way to, like, the back head bone. God. So, like, its eye and every, like, it was all intact, but it was just degloved. It was insane. I didn't like seeing it. No. But, <laughs> like, when you're watching animal documentaries, it goes from, like, you're kind of weird for looking at that to, like, wow, look at the power of nature. Yeah. That's kind of how it felt for me, but it felt nasty. It's rough, man. De-gloving is not, I I, I guess, would you call it de-gloving for, I'm just going to say de-gloving, even though it's a face, not a hand. This is never something you really want to see, and it was gross, and I can still see it in my head. I can see it in my head. Oh, then you didn't even see it. I, I see exactly how it looked. Gosh. And it was... There was, like, not a lot of blood. It was just all, like, that flesh color. 
like the reddish white whatever and i was like what the fuck and it's like trying to get away but it's its face was stuck in the mouth it's so hard to watch that man i know it's brutal but it's like like wow you ever seen the one where the so far removed from anything like that like god the closest we would get is seeing a fox walk off walk off with a rabbit or a cat or Mm -hmm. a bobcat doing it but in my time in the same house forever, I've seen one, maybe two bobcats, a coyote or three, and one fox. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the the video where the uh, the jaguar sneaks up on a crocodile and just bites it right in the head, <laughs> and then just just like runs up like the the side of uh, Wait, it killed it. Well, it wasn't dead yet, but he bit it right in the head. When you bite it in the head, I mean... Like, he bit it in the head, and then he picked it up, and the the, the crocodile's still kind of moving, but I guess he bit it in such a place where it, like, can't do a death roll or anything, and he just fucking climbs up the side of a creek bank. You also got to think about, he doesn't have to necessarily bite it in the right place. Their bite force is so much stronger than ours. But look that up. Jaguar biting a crocodile or something. Yeah, look Um, up a fight. Speaking of uh, jaw power, when I was reading up on the hippo earlier, and I don't know if it's in this story or not, but it says they can snap a canoe in half with their jaw power. I'm not surprised. I, and they can open their mouth 150 degrees. That's a lot. Yes, that is a lot. Took me a second to to visualize it. Then I was like, 180 is a straight line. <laughs> like, well, yeah. 90 is is like that. So yeah, 150 is just ridiculous. Yeah, 30 degrees from being completely vertical. All right, back to the story. Uh, Bystander intervention led to the toddler's rescue. A nearby man identified as Crispus Boganza, that's a hero name, stoned the hippopotamus and scared it, causing (laughs) it to release Paul, who was immediately rushed to a nearby clinic for treatment before being transferred to a local hospital. So he stoned it. So So the kid did get hurt. Yeah, he had to go to the hospital. Uh, He got some rabies shots, and he was released a couple uh, days later. So he he is fine now. Okay. Yeah, he threw a rock at it, and then what? The hippos just, like, coughed it up? See, that's what I'm or thinking. he, like, grabbed the legs and was, like, in one of those power struggles. I, I <laughs> kind of have a hard time believing the story just because, like, hippos can weigh five tons. And I'm going to pick up a couple rocks and throw it in the hippo, and the hippo's going to get scared and just going to spit out this kid. I just, yeah. is the hippo even going to be feeling those rocks? So, because th- they're like, they're not thin skin. No, but think about this. So, you see your dog grab something, like chewing on it, and you run over and it runs away and keeps chewing on it till it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I know a hippo, why would I believe that you threw some rocks at it and it didn't just run away with its food. Yeah. You know, swallow it. It can digest some rubber shoes. It can Yeah, oh my gosh. Of course it can. But maybe. Obviously I've never really researched hippos. Maybe they're big pussies. But from from what I know, they are quite territorial. Where's the fence? Think someone could have put a fence around it? <laughs> so idiot little two year olds don't go getting swallowed. <laughs> Mistakes were made, for sure. Uh, It says the hippopotamus was scared back into the lake. Police were not able to apprehend the hippopotamus. So he's uh, he's still out there somewhere. Okay, that's... Are you reading this on the onion? (laughs) No, I just made that part up. Oh, I was like, that is... It went back into the lake. Ridiculous. Why are the police looking after this escaped convict hippo? Yeah, no, they... uh, 6,000, but he has a 
distinct <laughs> scar on his on his eye. They asked to interview the two year old so they can do the police sketch. Got a tattoo on his right arm. He has a black and white striped shirt on <laughs> from his time in the pen. No, he fucking put on a husky dog costume and ran to the local dog park and, and uh, hit out there to where <laughs> the cops couldn't find him. It's <laughs> ridiculous. And that was In the News with Jack. All right, Jack. What do you say we get into a little? It's the fart of the fart of the week. With only your submissions? Yeah, because you don't play anymore. <laughs> yeah, because I just, it is still not my first instinct to be like, oh, I have a fart chambered. Let me scramble and find out where my fucking camera app is because I don't use, I've always just used the Snapchat camera. <laughs> and it's just been very convenient. And my camera app, I always forget if it's in important or trash because I have I have two groupings of apps and one of them has two pages and I forget it's on the second page and then the fart is gone. Well, I'm gonna be so a better father. I and just fart and then I'm like, well, maybe I could have recorded that, but I only think of it if you're like, man, you got to be recording those, and then it <laughs> you one year out the other. You showed that you were able to do it for the first fart of the week we ever did. Yeah. I mean, I'm able uh, to do it, they, but it's just I don't think about it Well, anymore. and you got your ass kicked so bad, I can understand oh. why you probably are well, like, oh, I forgot. We both got our asses whooped by my uncle. Yeah, so. yeah, his, his his was good. <laughs> anyway, fart of the week, here's the only contestant, so uh, <laughs> the automatic winner. That was you? Yeah. So I, I heard I, you locked the stall. Yeah. So I just I just gone to the bathroom, shut the door, and then I locked it and just it, it wasn't a stall. It was like just a one toilet uh room. And so you hear me shutting the door and you hear me locking it, and then you hear how quick the fart is right after that. Yeah, you're you you're so like I, Russian. Yeah, so I got my camera app open walking down the hall, went ahead and put it on video and, and went ahead and, and pressed record right before I walked in. So just you know, anybody out in the hallway probably could have heard that. Yeah. So just, just listen <laughs> to it. Probably. Listen how fast it was after the door lock. <laughs> no, that one growled. I know. That was a good one. The acoustics in that bathroom are wonderful. They are wonderful. They're really, really good. I think I think one of my winners uh, from last time came out of that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think good. it echoed so much that I think <laughs> one of us was like, was that a car driving by? That's... <laughs> That would that would have sounded that one specifically would have sounded better if there weren't some pants in the way. Oh, really? it, it well, yeah, definitely. Probably had a little more treble to it, making well, it sound a little. I mean, I guess next nastier. time I'll I'll try bare ass. I'll, <laughs> gotta go I'll, fast. Yeah, I'm gonna have to start pulling down my pants before I get in the door. I think because that one wasn't waiting. Uh, I don't know that <laughs> that'd be frowned upon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that you should do that. I need the paycheck. Um, and since there wasn't another fart, I went ahead and just, uh, slowed it down just to <laughs> see what it would sound like. So uh, It sounds like, uh... Sounds like the hippo's stomach when it's trying to digest <laughs> a two-year-old. I was thinking, like, a predator. <laughs> yeah. The noise. Like, maybe, maybe a group of explorers are walking into a really big cave, and they hear this coming from the depths. Right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I, maybe it's a predator movie. 
and it's just really far away, so it's deeper sounding and the weird echo of the cave. Or maybe it's just a new movie and you don't really know what's coming. Exactly. It's just you walking out with the newspaper like rolled up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You might want to give it a second. (laughs) Right. They're just like like they're like shaking with their flashlights (laughs) as like the shadow, your shadow looks real like scary on the wall. And then you just like kind of like, oh, excuse me, guys. Yeah. You like walk past them and they're just in complete shock. Yeah, you, you don't want to go back there. Yeah. I don't know about, <laughs> yeah, I want to give it a minute. Nice. There's a, there's something that I think should be more normalized in working places. So, can't wait to hear where this um, goes. And it's, it would be probably considered like an awkward question, but whenever I want to go to the bathroom and I see that there's somebody in there, Every time they come out, I'm like, hey, did you drop a bomb in there? Yeah. Like, I want to know (laughs) if you shit in there. So if I should wait to go in and spend 15 minutes sitting down in there when I didn't even have to go, or am I good to go now? And people, like, sometimes take it so awkward. But it's like, man, I don't care. I just want to know so I don't have to go in there and smell it. And we had, like, mango spritzers. Yeah, like 13 of them. And I would always spray no matter what I did because sometimes I'd be working with my store manager and I would be in there a while and not doing anything. (laughs) And so I'd spray it in case he walked in. Oh, wow. Okay, he must have taken a shit. Mm -hmm. Instead of a 20-minute phone break. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I'd always go right before my break started too. So I know how to solve this, Jack, and it's really, really easy. You know how in some people's houses, like the dishwasher, they'll have like a little magnet and you can slide it to one side and it'll say clean and you can slide it to the other side and it'll uh, say dirty. But so many people are just not going to do that. I was working retail. My 32-year-old store manager leaves his shit splatters in the toilet. You think he's going to move like a magnet upside down? (laughs) It's better to confront them. Because then you put them on the spot, and hopefully they answer truthfully. But, but some people don't want to be put on the spot. Some people might be embarrassed, so those people would come out, or, or like even a little sign on the door that's just hanging from a nail, and you just flip it, did the deuce, or well, number one. Well, think about this. These shy people who are too pussy to say, yeah, I just pooped in there. I could ask them, and they tell me yes, and then I'm the only person who's going to know. But if everyone sees that... Uh, Chloe went into the bathroom and then, oh, the magnet is flipped. Next time you look, you'd be like, damn, <laughs> everyone, uh, the whole store is going to know that Chloe took a shit. That's in there. true. That's true. And, and also, maybe I went in there to pee right after somebody else took a shit. And so if I come out and I turn the sign to, I just peed, and then you go in right after, <laughs> it's kind of like yeah, false it's, advertising. It's send mixed signals. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I would. I had different questions. I'd be like, is it safe to go in there? There you go. Is it safe? I would well, I'd say, is it safe? Did you drop a bomb? Did you take a shit in there? Like, do you just take a shit in there? I think it's probably the one I said the most. I think is it safe in there is a good one because then that can give you some deniability later. You know, you didn't say that you shit, but you said it's not safe in there. That could have meant that your store manager was in there 15 minutes before that person went in to pee. Well, it's heavily implied that you yeah. made it unsafe, but... Not necessarily. I don't know why people say that's an awkward question. It is an awkward question. But, like, come on. 
Dude, I'm not asking like, that to the most of the people I work with. Well, I would feel very fucking awkward. You're in a different environment than I am. I, I'm in retail with a lot of people my age, so I can be like, hey, did you take a shit in there? I want to go in there. And 99% of the time they would answer me, but I also have been saying that for years now, so people have gotten used to it. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like if anyone asked me if I just shit in there... Even just walking out of like a theater bathroom, <laughs> if some weird dude is like, you just shit in there, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> and then just keep walking. Like, I, don't, I don't mind. Like, what does it matter? Everyone shits and I don't want to know the details. Did you have a solid oh. stool in there? Speaking of shit, I'm glad you brought that up because you I have a I, picture. I have two pictures. <laughs> I haven't taken a, a shit pic in a long time. Yeah, that's right. I'm a 53-year-old man who took some pictures of his shit to show my son. Yeah. All right, so the first one I'm just proud of just because of the largeness of it. Like squinting my eyes is going to make me feel less gross. <laughs> this one is poking out of the water. <laughs> wow. What did you eat? I don't know. It looks like one of those uh, a, a gooey duck. What? You know, it's called a gooey duck. It's spelled like geo. Okay. It's like one of those like dicks that's in a shell. Oh, that just water pours out of when the yeah, girl bites yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. That's fucked up. It I... is weird. <laughs> like slapping it and it gets yeah. all hard and yeah. squirts. Oh my gosh. So what is it? It's a what again? A, a gooey duck. And how do you spell that? G-E-O duck. Okay. Look that up if you've not looked that up yet. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Yeah. All right. So this next one. It looks like a brown dildo. Like it's got And that one did too. Like it's got the circumcision. That one curled though. Like it's got the circumcision. You're gonna be like, what? That one. Wow. <laughs> and yeah. You it, see the line? It, yeah. It looks like a dickhead, doesn't it? Yeah, you got the dickhead and you got like the ring of <laughs> he didn't like quite fully get circumcised. <laughs> that that looks like Ugh. he is uncircumcised, but he pulled it down. Uh, below the head. All right, now I get to delete those. That, was, that, that, that dildo one was grosser to look at, <laughs> I'll be honest. Hey, those are going to be in your recently deleted folder for 30 days. Uh, so you, might, you might want to clear that. I'll yeah. probably clear that. <laughs> Glad you brought that up, man. I mean, what uh, what says Christmas more than uh, showing your son pictures of uh, your shit? I mean, that's uh, that's going to stay in your head like the, the zebra getting uh, degloved. <laughs> No, that's not as bad. No, but I hope it stays with you. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. And I'll probably remember, dang, my dad took a shit that looked like a dildo. <laughs> Every time you look at your brown dildo, you're going to be like, oh, uh, reminds me yeah, of my dad's you, you ruined it for me. <laughs> Speaking of which, I saw a clip whenever I got in here to start recording. Um, I was on Reddit, and I saw a clip of some dude who was naked, like laying on the street. And he was putting a bottle up his ass. That's Florida man right there. <laughs> it was like a, the caption said it was at some sort of festival. And he was like, his legs were like underneath him. But he was like. What? So. Like he was, they like, were bent up underneath like him? Imagine someone like praying. Like, okay, okay, down okay. on their knees. Uh-huh. But if they put their face towards the ground. Yeah. But he had his arm reaching around putting a green bottle up his ass. And it was uh, the lip <sighs> part. That he was doing first. Yeah, he probably lost in fantasy football. <laughs> Guys made him go out and do that. Well, that's yeah, that's funny. People, man. I and mean, if you're gonna do that, probably don't use a glass product. 
and also probably go home. <laughs> yeah. I, I think both are equally as important. Don't use a glass mm-hmm. product and go home. One is more important. I don't think so. And you'll get Which arrested one? for doing it in public. Yeah. But at least you won't have broken glass in your rectum. <sighs> Would you rather have to do that in public <sighs> or have broken glass in your rectum? Irreparable damage to your rectum. Glass shards, they're like, well... We can't get them out. You're going to have to shit them out. Mm. And it's just, I mean, they'll be able to get them out. That's emergency but, asshole surgery. But still, they got to pull blow, broken glass out of your Gosh. ass. Okay, so. It's it's public for me all day. You get a, you have a dildo. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Maybe just go to Montana where there's eight people, and then you can do it there. Like, <laughs> the, it's not worth the glass risk. Like, I don't really know. The um, real probability of a beer bottle breaking in your ass. If you're gentle, you should probably be all right. Yeah, I would think so. And it's it's skinny enough, at least on the neck of the bottle. Yeah, to where you're. It's probably not going to have all that pressure on it of your asshole trying to close up. So I think you'd probably be okay for the bottle. But there is. Um, that video, One Man, One Jar, I've referenced where a jar breaks in his ass. So it's possible. Yeah, I think you're good to go as long as you know when to say when. Uh, I would not recommend a fluorescent light bulb either. I think uh, other, other than... break way too easy. Other than it'd be funny if that little gas came out, though, the little powder when you when you shoved it up there and it breaks and then pff, everybody get a good laugh out so of that before that your emergency to me. rectal surgery. Like, I... I powder in your butt crack and you fart and then farts are already like gross like <laughs> it really sounds like a predator they're already gross by themselves <laughs> but then you like visualize them and then it adds another sense to be grossed out through like there's that video of that lady farting blue powder for the yeah. gender reveal <laughs> we talked about that, that before that grosses me out <laughs> It does. I love it, man. And there's like on AFV, there's like a baby farting baby powder. <laughs> yep. So that that's funnier. But I think I think uh, it's funnier because it's like a child, so it feels more jokish. Yeah. Rather than he didn't do it on purpose. Seeing this naked woman that somebody paid, yeah. uh, and it's the lines. So the baby farting it out, that's just funny. Mm-hmm. But the lines become more blurred when it's a grown adult. She was fully naked. Yeah. She didn't even have a shirt on. And it's like, so is this partly sexual or like, what is this? That's gross. As soon as farts turn <laughs> sexual, everything changes. <laughs> everything? Yes. They become not funny. I think it just did. makes you feel weird. I think it's been in a lobby time before of people who really get turned on sexually by smelling other people's farts. Getting farted in their face. Yeah, we talked about that before. <laughs> I can't imagine being a person that enjoys getting my face farted in. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no way sexual farts have ever sounded like that. That was a <laughs> gross one. Uh, I don't know what a sexual fart would sound like now that I think about it. Like, I, I like what is the the ideal sound for a fart if you're trying to be sexy? There's nothing sexy about a fart. Let me change that. 
There it's, is to some people. Well, but it's not. I don't know that they would describe it as sexy, <laughs> but it's it's their kink. It's their dirty, nasty kink. About sexy to me is the opposite of like a fart. Well, well, I guess, but like the opposite of like dirty, slobbish. Like sexy is like it's like clean. <laughs> Or like it's a, in the eye of the beholder, like so, in the ear of the beholder. But think about in what what context sexy is used. You're going on a night out, and your lady walks out of y'all's room. You've been waiting on her, and she's in like that nice, like silky red dress or whatever. <laughs> I, he's just looking at me, and his hands on the button. Um, or like a man in a suit. Wow, he checks his watch. He does his his wrist cuff thing. People would be like, that's sexy. Okay. Sexy is very different than hot or it's subjective oh, they're, though, they're Jack. Gorgeous. But the I, I guess it's subjective. I don't know the true definitions of hot and sexy, but sexy is held to a different standard. There's a different element to it. But then you got like the the weird side of being kinky and you got farting in your face. I think they wouldn't call that sexy. I think they just get off to it. I don't know, man. To each his own. And sexy is in the eyes, nose, uh, <laughs> taste buds, yeah, and uh, ears of the and beholder. Ass. Yeah. So, and uh, you know, who am I to say what other people find sexy and don't find sexy? Uh, and people say, "Don't kink shame." How dare you? Don't kink shame. If you get farted in your face and you like it, I'm shaming you. That's nasty. You better wear glasses or goggles if you do it, though. Don't knock it till do you it try it. Do it safely. <laughs> do it safely. I've been farted in my face before. I like it. <laughs> Who the fuck hasn't been farted I mean, in their face before? It wasn't in a, a sexual manner. <laughs> of course but, not. But at the same time, a lot of people who discover kinks do not discover them in a sexual manner in the first place. So you get married to the girl of your dreams, and things have gotten a little routine, maybe a little boring in the bedroom or, or something, and stale. She asked me to fart in her face. And uh, y'all are just kind of talking, hey, man, how can we spice things up? And she's immediately farting my face, Jack. So there's a gamble here you can take. You can make sure that your farts are not trustworthy, so there's poop involved, and either... You're going to shit on your bride? You... <laughs> You either instantly destroy the kink because you're like, I don't want to do this fart shit, but I don't really want to confront her about it. So let me just, well, you might kill the marriage too if you shit on her face. Yeah, you love her, Jack. But <laughs> well, if, with all your heart. Then I would tell her, for the love of God, where did you come up with this? No. It's always been a fantasy of mine, Jack. Well, I'll get you a scratch and sniff book <laughs> or I'll like... Or she, what if she says, hey... Cook some food that smells just, bad. Just fart in a jar, and then when we're about to do it, <laughs> That's just even, fucking just take the lid and off, when, no. and then I'll go, and then I will give you the best <laughs> night of your life, Jack. That, well, it sounds like the night's already ruined, <laughs> but I, I'm thinking... Well, if, you like your own scent. It wouldn't bother you. But that's nasty. I don't want people to sniff my farts and like it. The, the goal opening. of farting at somebody <laughs> is that they don't like it. Uh, and it's funny because then they're like, oh. It's like you put on cologne and your wife's like, oh, man, you smell good. But your wife. She wants me to have a wet fart and rub it on my, she wants my a, neck. She wants a hug after you've been in the bathroom for like 20 minutes because it's all in your shirt yeah. and you can still smell it. So I. She won't let go. With that poop thing, 
I'd say it's an 80 to 20 in the percentages. 80% <laughs> no more farting in the face. Yeah. 20% new kink discovered, oh, and gosh. she likes scat, which oh. that, I mean, if there is, if someone has a scat fetish and you're married to them, that's disgusting. I feel like there would have been other red flags along that way. Well, yeah, <laughs> right? you wouldn't have gotten married in the first place. Now, if they're unwilling to not do the scat shit, like they won't fuck you if you don't do poop stuff, <laughs> I'm divorcing immediately. Yeah, I'm done. It's like, I, we are not compatible. That is disgusting. The fact that you didn't tell me this before we got married. How could you? What is I, there I should be able to, to sue like you. poop? What happened in your childhood that makes it to where you have a kink for poop? I don't know. I don't know. Like, but if you do, you eat it or smell it or rub it on you or all three or. Well, if you do have a kink for it, I can evidently shit brown dildos. So, um, movingmugging at gmail.com. Yeah. Maybe we could mold one for you. And everyone can poop brown dildos. <laughs> no, you, not, not you, that look like mine. Well, but you just poop in a condom instead and then freeze it. Oh, yeah. And that's the Alaskan pipeline or Siberian pipeline. <laughs> it is Alaskan pipeline, I think. Yeah, frozen shit dildo. All right. It's time to wrap this up, get to the movie. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> That's like in Stranger Things. They go to the school and the lights are flickering. Uh -huh. And Eleven's like in the hallway alone and you have a shadow. <laughs> yeah. It could be in so many different things. All right, Jack, you got anything else for the lobby? No. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room and Jack will unveil today's movie. Okay, so today's movie came out in 2019. It's rated R, has a runtime of one hour and 26 minutes. Sweet. I don't know how much longer you're going to be saying that. <laughs> um, I like the shortness of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rotten Tomatoes hasn't rated it, but the audience gave it a 27%. Interesting. Um, IMDb gave it 3.8 out of 10 stars. Sounds like a winner. The Mormon mothers tell us nothing because there's no information from the Mormon mothers. <laughs> okay. The movie is called Zombie Tidal Wave. <laughs> I went, I went, oh, man. What the hell was that? Gosh. That's what oh. you have to look forward to, I guess. Oh, man. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jeez. Ugh. Oh. Oh my. You have like four days left after laughing that one. I know. Man, the end is near. <laughs> Zombie tidal wave. Is this kind of like I'd, Sharknado? I mean, it, it sounds like it. I know virtually nothing about this. I've seen the tidal wave. <laughs> You've seen the tidal wave? <laughs> is it of zombies, by chance? Well. All right. So it's it's it, this is in the... The Sharknado. This and, is the uh, B-movie garbage category. And the Sharktopus versus Croctigator. Like, uh, crab whale or something like that. Croctigator doesn't even make any sense. No, not really. <laughs> Just sounds good. I like crab whale, though. Like a whale with those <laughs> big pinchers. My goal for the rest of this podcast is to not laugh anymore. <laughs> that was ugly. To be fair, I have been... Kind of sick, I guess. Is that, oh. is that, uh, yeah, that, that's fair. You, you were coughing a lot. Yeah, so. I'd been coughing a lot, but that went away. Then I got a sore throat. Now that's gone. But evidently, 
there's still some underlying issues. I think. Yeah. My God, you knew I couldn't stop it. I know. I it was, like, it was coming out whether you wanted it to or not. or not. I know. And it I didn't. think some of the continuation of it. It started as a laugh and then yeah. turned into like shock. It it morphed into a cough, but the laugh was like still a there. Lawnmower it's engine. Like, it's like the cough tried to take over, like. But the laugh was riding it like a like a yeah. rodeo riding a bull. Yeah. It just wouldn't wouldn't get off. <laughs> wow, I'm gonna have fun listening to that you again need to when make I edit. That a button. Yeah, I do, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> Every time you say something funny, I just press yeah. that. Gosh, so let's I'm, hope that this is fun. Oh, I mean, obviously, I'm hoping it's fun. Yeah. and not defeating. I mean, it it could be either. It really could. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping for the best. You know, I'm all about gambling on this show. <laughs> Oh man, and I just I couldn't help myself when I saw zombie. You know what? Wave. I'm 100% okay with that. I'm 100% okay with that. Even even if it sucks, I I like this roll of the dice. See, I mean, yeah. it's not even really a roll of the dice for you. You're just like, here's what it is. Yeah, you know? I'm just like I think this could be fun. And if it's not fun, it's going to be horrible, but I bet it'll be fun. <laughs> it's called Zombie Tidal yeah. Wave. Like oh. <laughs> like Sharknado was terrible, but it was fun. It was enjoyable. But Zombie Tidal Wave is just Sharknado, but way better. All right. Zombie Tidal Wave. Yeah. I think they missed out. I think Zombie Tsunami. Might have already been done. Has a better ring to it. But when I was a kid, I'd never really heard of tsunamis, so tidal waves were the scary things, right? Even though I live nowhere near an ocean, I feared the tidal wave for some reason. (laughs) That's scary. It is. (laughs) What if it's so tall that... When it crashes, it lands way more in the landlocked place. Yeah, because tsunamis, it's like a continuous wave that and comes in. And it pulls in. the ocean I know. all the way out and is it's like... fucking crazy. Ah, fuck you! Yeah. Kill everything. But it's not those like 20-story high waves like I always pictured when I was a kid. Like I always thought tidal waves were like building height, you know? I have no idea. I have okay. no idea. Well... I don't know what the definition of tidal wave is. Probably just big wave. Yeah. But I don't know the height of a tidal yeah. wave and uh-huh. the height of tsunami. I don't either. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to finding out how, you know, because tidal waves have causes, you know, yeah. whether it's an earthquake or... It's probably going to be an earthquake. Okay. Like piranha, the, just, <laughs> it broke and then they came out. I'm just really curious how the zombies get in the flow of this tidal wave. Or... Is there water involved at all? And it's just like this traveling tidal wave <laughs> looking like thing World of, War Z. of zombie bodies. <laughs> I think it's going to be with water, though. I've seen it. Okay. I, I've seen... I turned it off as soon as I realized I was going to pick it. <laughs> okay. Which, yeah, like I said, like 15 seconds, maybe. Hey, this movie may suck, and I may be mad at you, but right now I'm pretty happy with... Uh, <laughs> Me too. ...with what I think may be unfolding in front of my eyes here momentarily. <laughs> All right, so let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2019 Zombie Tidal Wave. And Krampus. <laughs> and Krampus. Yeah, we watched. <laughs> so after we said we'll be right back, we're going to watch Krampus. We watched Krampus. <laughs> after we said we'll be right back, we're going to watch Zombie Tidal Wave. Well, but then we came back. I know. But and we re-recorded and we're like, well, we're going to watch Krampus now. <laughs> and that movie sucked so bad. Uh, I gave it 
What a forty, and you gave it like a twenty-eight. I gave it a twenty-three. Yeah, we we got all the way through recording, but then yeah, realized no one wants to hear <laughs> like an hour straight of complaining. Yeah. Um. So now we're here. What the next day? No. Uh, the next next day. Yeah. Uh. And you clutched up, and you got YouTube TV. 14 days for free because it's like $60 a month otherwise. Yeah. So Zombie Tidal Wave was not available anywhere. And so we were like, fuck it. And you were like, all right, I'll, I'll pick Krampus. <laughs> Our first technically Christmas movie for the Christmas time. And it flopped. We learned our lesson. It was terrible, man. It, <laughs> it was really bad. All you got to know is gingerbread men fighting life-size people mm-hmm. going... Wait, do your laugh? Do the laugh of it? <laughs> yeah, the whole time. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. That's all you got to know. Yeah. That is grounds to give it a bad score without even seeing it. And an old cracked out Santa who can't close his mouth for some reason with <laughs> hooves and uh, antlers. Krampus could have been cool. Those are not antlers. Whatever, man. Those it's, were it's, not it's, antlers. What were they? Those are like curved devil horns. Well, no, they're, they come off some kind of animal. Like, a, like an ibex or something? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> antelope. Yeah, they're called antlers. If they're like, if they're horns, those are horns. I, all right, look up what are those horns called on ibexes and antelopes? <laughs> those are. I've never heard of antelope antlers. How much studying of antelopes have you done? How much have you done? I've been alive for fifty three <laughs> fucking years, man. We used to watch okay. a lot of wildlife shows when they would come you on. You only watched the ones that had the ladies with the pierced titties and everything. No, that was National Geographic. <laughs> used yeah, to look at those. Yeah, of course you know that. That's those. bad, man. That was the spank material of kids who grew up in the oh, 70s. God. Go over to Grandpa's house and, and just see the whole shelf full of just yellow magazines. imagine something, man. Jeez. But you couldn't because you'd never seen it before. That like That feels wrong to me. You to, didn't grow up in the be, 70s, man. Well, but to beat to some tribal women... I didn't. That that just. <laughs> that's not like that's not a preference thing. I didn't. That's like, like if someone told you they did that, you would steer clear from them because they're yeah. weird. That's just weird. Look, that, I, I that, never. That, that was. It makes me cringe in my brain. Like, uh, like I, you would never even think of that. That's just weird, and th- just the uh, fact that people have beaten to that is just like. It just feels wrong. They're just like tribe people. I know. Like they have no idea they're getting their pictures made, and some eight-year-old boys just looking <laughs> at them, just saying, God. "I like those." <laughs> no, I never. I, know, just, I never spanked it to National just, Geographic, but it was be off limits. It no, just look, doesn't, that's wrong. If you grew up in the seventies, that is a sin, and you didn't have a dad who had Playboy or he hid them well. You found National Geographic at some point, flipping through, and you saw some boobs for the first time, and you were kind of like. I'm seeing something forbidden, and it was like I'm gonna yes, keep. Yes, you are. I'm that gonna is keep forbidden. I'm gonna keep flipping the pages. Oh. Just think about that favorite actress of yours and close your eyes or something. That Again, is- I didn't beat it to National Geographic. I'm talking. <laughs> I was you, I was like eight years old or something. You had the pages sticky. No, I didn't. My grandpa might have, but no way. I don't know, man. Look, there, you didn't have access to anything you wanted to see back then, you know? Yeah. So it was like you're flipping through and, and, and you know, the new National Geographic would come in and I would look for boobs. That's what I would do. Well, yeah. If you're looking at a National Geographic and you don't look for those pages, why are you reading it for? I don't know. But I've never felt aroused by those pages. <laughs> I can't say I felt aroused. <laughs> it's just weird. I, I don't... just wanted to see boobs. 
But you but, flip. but seeing their boobs does nothing. It's boobs. But it's weird. <laughs> it does nothing one, now. One, it feels wrong. And two, I... <laughs> Why does it feel wrong? There has never been a pair of boobs in one of those pages that I've been like, wow, <laughs> like that is awesome. Look at those boobs. It's more like, all right, I found what I came for and I instantly <laughs> keep flipping the page. It's like... I bet you could do a Google search of the best boobs in National Geographic magazine. <laughs> yeah, I bet I'm you could sure. find some good-looking boobs I, in there. I'm thinking of one specific one where she was, like, old. <laughs> Doesn't that's matter, the, man. That's the only one I remember. They were she boobs. Was old. You're eight years old, nine years old, and you see boobs, man. You're not going to be like, fuck, I wish I could see better boobs. You're like, these are the boobs that are available for my eyes right now. I'm digging it. I didn't dig it. You don't understand. You didn't grow up in a time where that's about the best you could see. Well, at the age I was seeing those titties in the magazines, I didn't have anything at my fingertips. Neither did you. Where did you see National Geographics? By school. Okay. Really? Man, those would be banned nowadays. Yeah, we didn't have them in the house. I know. What do you mean, where'd I find I wonder if those are worth money anymore. I think when my grandfather died, I think my mom asked me if I wanted all his old National Geographic, and I was like, no. I've seen Madonna in a penthouse now, so I don't really, <laughs> really need I have those. no use. <laughs> yeah, we watched Krampus. Now we yeah. watched Zombie Tidal Wave, yeah. which only said tsunami in the movie. I know. So I'm really wondering, were they not allowed to use the word tsunami for their, for their movie? I don't know. This has been it, kind it of sounds better too. Zombie tsunami. I mean, it kind of flows uh, better. Zombie tidal wave is funnier. It's though. funnier though. Uh, I was in a terrible mood, mm-hmm. so I got a tall boy of twisted tea and watched the movie. It tastes like shit. I, I personally really enjoy how they taste. I feel like you've never had a good mixed drink other than the daiquiris that we had in uh, Hawaii, or no, 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 in Mexico. I don't even really remember those that well. You had a perma smile on your face. Yeah. <laughs> Sat by the pool drinking those. But and and then after we finished the movie like what <laughs> an hour plus ago? Something like that. We've just been listening to music <laughs> yeah. and like, yeah, this is a good one. Uh-huh. Here, play this. <laughs> I mean, we yeah, did everything right from Ronnie James Dio to fucking Nat King Cole Trio to I don't know. Some rap I like. Drake and what's what's the ginger guy's name? Freddie Dread. Freddie Dread. Yeah, I like him. Neil Diamond. We played Zillakami. Iron Maiden. Did I say Iron Maiden? No, I don't think so. Iron Maiden. It, he should just go by. I'm, I'm glad he just goes by Dio. Oh yeah. Ronnie James. Yeah, I know. You should just cut that part of your name off. I feel like if your first two names are Ronnie James, you've killed some people. <laughs> what you think? I mean, Ronnie James Dio was a, was arrested. <laughs> yeah. was, Ronnie James has done evil. <laughs> Yeah, Ronnie is not really a like heavy metal singer's name. Now Dio, that's cool. <laughs> well, yeah. But hey, man, I got somebody trying out for the band. Oh, oh, cool. You want me to give him a call? Yeah. Hey, Ronnie, come on. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Hold on. All right. If he's good. <laughs> if he's doing Kenny Loggins music, sure. <laughs> but Dio, yeah. You say, hey, yeah, his name's Dio. Fuck yeah. Like, okay, yeah, cool. It makes you think of School of Rock, Jack Black's band. Where that guy with the weird, like, tiny shirt, his his name was Spider. (laughs) He was, like, real slender. He's, like, 6'8". He was doing that, like, sexy dance as he was playing in front of the teacher. Gyrating. 
they're like, yeah, my friend Dio's coming over, and they're like, cool, man, sounds He's really cool. The and then he walks up, and you're like, is that fucking Gollum's cousin? <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck's going on with that guy, man? <laughs> Isn't he like four eleven? I think so. He's got like the worst haircut ever. He looks like like a, a warlock or something. <laughs> <I> feel like, <laughs> yeah, like what a he, warlock would look like. <laughs> yes, yes, he does, or like a just a witch. Yeah. We also listened to some Ramones and got to talking about Joey Ramone. So, yeah. uh, fuck, Mary kill, uh, Ronnie James Dio, uh, <laughs> Joey Ramone, and uh, who else we listened to? Um, the corpse of Nat King Cole. I mean, I, by the pictures of Nat King Cole, he's way better looking <laughs> than the other two. Um, I'll, I'll marry the corpse. And when, and when you fuck, you have to like face them. Like y'all are, uh, y'all are face to face. That's not a usual stipulation, <laughs> so I'm no. gonna ignore that. Um, I'm gonna marry the corpse of Nat King Cole. Okay. Maybe I'll touch some of that wealth. I mean, I'll probably f- fuck the Ramon. <laughs> I mean, because uh, I don't. Is he dead? Yes. Okay. So I'm thinking about rock and roll high school era. Mm. I've never seen him old, so I, I cannot picture that. I can't do that. I mean, he looked old in rock and roll high school, man. <laughs> well, but he looked. He still had skinny jeans and a yeah. leather jacket on, so he's young enough. He had a rough life, man. So oh, you're going to fuck Joey Ramone? The, I could, well, what if I... Uh, you cannot kill the dead body. It's already... So you have to fuck it or marry it. The rules are not fair. <laughs> I couldn't think of anybody else. So that means I can't kill it because it's already... Because I kind of feel like I would marry Dio. He seems like a sweet guy. Okay. Sweet little guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. then it just... Uh, then I, that means I have to fuck. I don't know, and he, you know, he's got a bony ass. <laughs> he's gonna destroy your pelvis yeah. if you're slamming him. And finish as fast as possible. You're gonna be slamming him. <laughs> you're gonna have a bruised pelvis afterward. <laughs> black and blue on your. <laughs> yeah, I feel like my dick's gonna come out with something on it. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be shit or blood or a mix or something else. It'll be mucusy for sure, and it won't be your mucus. Like it's gonna be like touching his intestines or something. Like he's, uh, he's just, and he's so pale. He's so pale, so sickly looking. You know, like pale is all right if you don't look like the Ramon guy. Yeah, I want him to keep his sunglasses on for it. <laughs> yeah. Like, can he keep on his, his shirt, his, like, extra small girl's shirt, and then his, his fucking leather jacket as well? Okay, but he smiles at you the whole time. Well, he's just looking back at it. I think I'm plowing him from the back, <laughs> like, face down, ass up. Oh, man. No, but he kind of turns his head yeah, to the side, and he yeah, looks... Yeah, looking back at it. He looks back at you. <laughs> he just got Re- reaches his, his Reaches his bony arm back around and starts fondling your nuts. Smacking that shit away. Get away from me. <laughs> All right, so you're going to marry Ronnie James Dio. Yeah, he's and nice. And you're going to twice kill the body of uh, Nat King Cole. <laughs> yeah, but what it seems like to me oh, is like gosh. a lot of like heavy metal or metal whatever, people are like super wholesome and nice. And some of them, I'm sure, are arrogant assholes. But I've seen a lot where they're just like really genuine and like sweet people. <laughs> okay. So it's like, yeah, I'll marry him. All right. And I absolutely would never lay my penis near him. <laughs> Ronnie James Dio. He's just, I mean, he's got a lot of hair to grip. It'd make you feel like your penis is really big, though, because his hands are so tiny. And there's no fucking Dio. There just isn't. And I know if I asked you to do it, you would never do this fuck, Mary kill. I mean, come up with an original one, you know? And then maybe I would. 
Like you come up with one all your own and then I might, I might go for it. Instead, I'm the one who always comes up with these things. And, you know, by the time that you go through all the scenarios, we have to move on because we, we watched a movie. So Jack, I don't have time for your shenanigans right now. <laughs> You're looking around the room trying <laughs> yeah. to find it. Yeah, I am. All right. Um, John Goodman. <laughs> we don't have any John Goodman yes, posters in do. here. Yes, we do. He's over there. What? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> in the Big Lebowski. Okay, John Goodman. Danny Trejo. <laughs> All right. Fuck. And Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> oh, man. John Goodman, Danny Trejo, and Kevin Spacey. <laughs> so that means you're either going to marry or fuck Danny Trejo. <laughs> I'm marrying Danny Trejo. He's going to take care of me. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm he's a, a leather bag. I'm going to go out and talk shit to people and then just hide behind him all the time. <laughs> that means you got to kiss him on the mouth. No, it doesn't. You kissing Ronnie James well, Dio on the mouth? You're trying to say I got a fuck Ramon guy staring into his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Least I can say uh, is that you got to kiss him on the mouth. I'm going to fuck John Goodman <laughs> and I'm going to kill Kevin Spacey. You're going to do it. <laughs> Same way I am, face down, ass up, and look yeah. away, and just fucking power thrust your hips. That big old ass. Try to come <laughs> as fast as you can. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> 50 Cent Tour. All right, let me give a zombie tidal wave the 50 Cent Tour. Um, there was an earthquake in the water, which caused a tidal wave, which was full of bodies which were zombies and they were blue and they had uh well, they had a lot of barnacles on them and yeah. nasty fucked up teeth yeah and uh of course the tidal wave came ashore and the zombies just start killing people and you can't like shoot them in the head and they'll die yeah they're just invincible oh well, except Pretty much. for electricity that's their thing yeah it's original and then we have uh Ian Ziering from uh, Sharknado fame he's the uh, main character in this and he's the hero he figures out that they can get electrocuted and die, and he uh, rescues a lot of people, and then he does the whole uh, Pied Piper thing and plays some terrible music and drives like this golf cart, and all the zombies follow him into some water where he has got some wires there to electrocute them. Then he kisses a woman. Yeah, after an inept girl finally figures out how to work a lever to turn the electricity on. Yeah, that's ridiculous. A lot of ineptedness. Ineptedness? Ineptitude. Ineptitude. What was... um... What is a Pied Piper? I don't know what that is. You don't know what the Pied Piper is? I've always heard all that crap. I'd never... Okay. So there's this... I just think of the Peter picked a peck of Piper no, pickle pepper no. or whatever. Because so, Piper's in it. So the Pied Piper, there was this uh, city that was overrun by rats. And they could not get rid of the rats. And So he played a song? So the Pied Piper comes into town and he says, Hey man, I can get rid of all the rats for you. Um, but it's going to cost you this much money. And they're like, dude, whatever, man, just get rid of these rats. And so he, uh, starts playing this little flute and, uh, yeah. And, uh, the rats are following him. Like all the rats come out of everywhere and they follow him out of the city. And, uh, then he goes back and is like, uh, where's my money? And they're like, fuck you, man. We're not giving you shit. So he goes back and he does the Pied Piper shit and brings him right back into town. (laughs) That's a pretty good story. Mm -hmm. I always imagine him dressed like... Peter Pan. Yeah, I think he was dressed like Peter Pan. <laughs> the green shorts, the green shirt, the tunic. Yeah. And the, the green hat with the red feather or whatever. Well, what's a tunic? A shirt. A tunic's a shirt? Yeah. A tunic is a... I thought it was a hat. <laughs> no, it's a... That's oh, a turban. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty different word. Okay. Tunic is some sort of 
torso wear. What? Like if, a cummerbund? It's na- <laughs> what the? F- I don't know what that is. Cum- you don't know what a cummerbund is? The, I don't think they Benedict? have. Cum- I don't think they have cummerbunds anymore. When I when I went to prom, um, and I was in some weddings, a cummerbund was. They're so stupid now that I think about it. They were this. They almost look like a fanny pack that you would put on. It was like a belt, but it was real wide in the front. Was it like a like a sash? Not a sash. Like it had a clip in the back, but like it looked. <laughs> but it wasn't a belt. It was just a piece of cloth. No, it, it like had like belt like qualities. Yeah, kind of. It was like it was flat, and it was like the size of two fanny packs. What's it? It took up like your whole made front. out of material. <laughs> I don't know. Like it, it had like a belt at the end with a little bit of like elastic and a, and a latch. You're not describing it that well. I'm not. I'm not there's no picture I in my think, head of what this could possibly. Think of an elastic like. belt, and then in the front it gets like wide, like from tall. So it's skinny, and then it gets yes, and then a it gets big chunk right in the middle. Well, no, like all across your waist, and it like matches. So, but it's skinny in the back. Yes. Because you don't see the back, because the the jacket goes over the back, and uh-huh. it and it matches the color of your tie or your bow tie or whatever. It's fucking stupid now that I think about All it. All I'm picturing is like you have a pink bow tie, and then you got like a pink cloth. I'm, it's not just cloth, man. I'm telling you, it's like a belt. <laughs> All right, I got to look it up now. So I guess cummerbunds. Is it who named it that too? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Definitely British. And it's spelled with a D at the end. It's a cummerbund. Yeah, that's how you. Yeah, you've always say, said it like. Yeah, that. so this dude's wearing a cummerbund, right? <laughs> Fucking stupid. I don't know why. I don't it's understand stupid. why. I mean, that just looks really fucking stupid. Look, like, they had like, like different colors that that matched your. Well, that was not. <laughs> was that a, like a lingerie set you just showed me? No, no. That plaid one? No. Look, look, he's wearing a cummerbund. Go back to that plaid one. No, it, it, look, they just have different colors. It looked like there was a bra at the top. No, oh, that's it's a bow tie. A, <laughs> I'm too far away. All right. And it had the leather strap on it. I'm not sure how cummerbunds became popular. They, they don't make any sense. They look stupid. All right, let's see what the internet has to say. Boy, it says a lot. Zombies wreak bloodthirsty havoc after a tidal wave hits a small town. Sure. Yeah, so this started much like uh, Piranha, where there's an underground earthquake, but it turns out that there had been this uh, pharmaceutical company that came to this uh, island somewhere and uh, paid a lot of money to come in there and do some trials. That the U.S. wouldn't allow. Yeah, on the people there, so nobody can see them. It's anti-aging, is what they said. Yeah, but they were really making some kind of chemical weapon that turned people into zombies. Mm -hmm. Um, But something went wrong, and so they basically, they had a ship with all these uh, people on there that they'd been doing experiments on, and... um, They they, purposely sunk it to hide all the evidence. And so the earthquake shook the ship loose, and all these zombies started floating to the surface, and one of them gets on a boat with Ian Ziering and a couple other people, and uh, man, just bites the fuck out of uh, a girl that's on there. Yeah, they like they try to bite you right in your head, mm-hmm. not in your neck or wherever. Like uh, regular movie zombies, they're like chunking your skull immediately, which makes you feel weird. Yeah, taking a bite out of a skull because there was a really good <laughs> like you're shot. Break your teeth on it. Yeah, there was a really good shot of one just chewing open the dude's head, and that that actually looked pretty cool. It did look pretty they did, good. They did a good job on that. It, Not it's, all the effects in this movie were bad. No. But, I mean, if you think to 
like whenever their boat was like <laughs> in the tidal wave. Yeah, yep. in the tidal wave. Yep. And the fire on the boat oh with the my frat gosh. boy. The, and like he poured water on fake fire and then fake smoke came out. It was a pretty big fire and he just had this little pail. A cooler. And it just whoosh, just all went out. Yes. But I'd say 85 to 95% of the effects in this movie were very bad. It's fucking Sharknado, man. It's it's the same thing. It's probably made by the same people. Yeah. If you ask me, Zombie Tidal Wave is a better concept than Sharknado. <laughs> is it? Yes. Why? Sharknado's stupid. Why? You got a fucking tornado in the ocean, and it's like sucking things up. Why not? Yeah, and then somehow it gets to L- downtown Los Angeles, <laughs> well, still full of sharks. Yeah? And then we watched a little compilation of Piranaconda kills. Oh, gosh. And I mean, how much of Sharknado is the same thing? No. The tornado's going, and a shark flies out of it, and just, boom, the person's just gone. Sharknado. Because the the, the shark is barreling at them at 150 miles per hour with their mouth open, and the person standing like a a fucking statue with their, their palms glued to their thighs... And then, boom, they just disappear in a red, bloody mist. That piranaconda, though. That was <laughs> that was probably the worst footage of any movie I've ever seen before. Yeah, it was awful, awful, awful. Just <laughs> the the red mist. It would strike, and the person was never there. Yeah, <laughs> but and it was the same computer-generated red mist every time. It's so bad. <laughs> And also the other one has Sharknado has Tara Reads. <laughs> that makes it work. Man, I feel so And she gets so... like a chainsaw arm. Yeah. She like She becomes a robot loses, lady or something. She loses her hand. I feel bad for her, man. She was so cute in American Pie. Oh my gosh. Yes. She True. was the girlfriend who um he was trying to do that like tongue twister surprise yeah. thing on her. He found the magical book in the yeah. library or something that mm-hmm. gives the secret all the upperclassmen had been writing stuff in it for years. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. High schoolers don't know shit. Yeah. You're going to read a book that a high schooler tells you how to eat pussy? No. I mean, come on. No, thank you. No, thank you. I mean, maybe for a junior high kid. You know, you just oh, pass it down yeah. to one of them, and they'll think, oh, man, this was written this by the awesome. hand of God. Yeah. But come on. Oh, and it was a big book, too. It was, like, massive. It Was it just pussy eating in there, or were there other chapters of some things? I think it was just pussy eating, like, but there might have been other chapters. The perfect Dirty Sanchez. What you know? What else is in there? That's when you get a shit stash, right? Yeah, yeah. Or the rusty trombone. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, but Tara Reid is not in um, Zombie Tidal Wave. It's, it's uh, too bad. Is it? <laughs> no, no. I don't. I don't. I don't think it is. So basically, you got all these zombies, and they're coming in, and it's a massive tidal wave. That's that's what I like to see because when yeah. you know real tsunamis, they're not like the waves. Like that you see surfers on, like Jaws in uh, in Hawaii yeah, on the North Shore or whatever. Are, yeah, and way big. So when I think tidal waves, I think those big fucking things, and and all these zombies are just in the wave. Yeah, and it's just it's, washing that, that them. That was cool. It was cool. It's a good, and that's why I have said that this is a better concept than Sharknado. Realistically, I think it's about the same. How many people would die in Sharknado? It's a tornado. Tornadoes pick up heavy shit all the time and drop it places, and a shark on land is not dangerous. Sharknado's fun, though. What, what is a shark on land going to do besides <laughs> flop around and then die shortly after? You'd have to put yourself in it to get hurt, unless it lands on you in yeah. which you are dead. But a tornado could drop a cow on you, or some brick, or a car. 
and just kill you anyway. And it's just, it's a funnier concept. But then Zombie Tidal Wave, while being almost equally as ridiculous, it's... More realistic? Is that what you're saying? I don't, I don't know, but for a movie, it makes I feel more like- sense in a movie for zombies to be in a tidal wave <laughs> than it does for sharks actually threatening the world from a tornado. Because, like, I think they get, like, to the top of a building. I think they get to... Like, oh, and the sharks are coming I, around. It's like that. I think they might get to the Eiffel Tower at some point. Yeah, it's like that. the sharks are already going to be dead by the time that they're getting to fucking downtown L.A. or New York or wherever. They, they can't breathe, so they're just going to be... <laughs> no, the tornado sucks up water, too, and it filtrates through their gills. Oh, okay, sure. But just the tidal wave gets them right where they need to be. Yeah, right on shore. And is very efficient. Uh, so once the zombies get on land, they're uh, wreaking havoc, and uh, they get into the hospital where Ian Ziering's uh, love interest is. And uh, so, of course, he has to go help her and uh, her daughter. And there's some other people. J- just think... I mean, it's fucking zombie tidal wave. You know, <laughs> they're they're killing zombies. They're fighting zombies that came from a tidal wave. Yeah, and there and was two tidal waves. I was happy with that because yeah. I, I I didn't want just one. Like and I even like, wrote in my notes only one tidal wave, but then another one came later, and I, it was just cool. And seeing it, all the silhouettes floating yeah, in it, it uh-huh. was cool. One thing I really liked about this movie: no other zombie movies acknowledge the fact that they're zombies, right? Yeah, but it's immediately like what, he does. Yeah, it's like what's what's going on? I don't know what's going on, but like he's like, dude, these are zombies. In forty five minutes, we'll learn to pierce the brain. Uh huh. And in this movie, they did shoot him in the head, and it didn't do anything. I just yeah, like he's the, like these are zombies. Yeah, I, I I like that. It's almost as if the only plane of existence where the concept of zombies or zombie movies at all exist or exists is ours. You know, like because every single zombie movie like what's like, wrong what, honey what what are you doing like what's wrong with you it's like haven't like, you seen a, a fucking zombie. yeah you've not seen a zombie movie really are nine seasons of walking dead yeah, not right? out in your universe <laughs> yeah it's like come on i mean the evil dead or whatever or what night of the living dead the black and white one mm-hmm. you should know about that george romero you don't know him Fuck you. Yeah, if the zombie apocalypse happens, I'm going to fucking realize it really fucking quick what's going on. Yeah, you used zombie. to like, traumatize me I, when I was a, a kid. Showing you the Michael Jackson no. video? The thriller? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Just a Michael Jackson video in general? <laughs> yeah, that's traumatizing to children. Um, when I would be sitting in the recliner downstairs and like no one would be <laughs> home but me and you. Yeah. And you'd... <laughs> your like arm through your shirt weird and put your your face in weird and do your like underbite and show your bottom teeth and you just start walking at me real creepy like a zombie and want to arm out. out even i knew you were a fucking zombie when yeah. i was only like four or five uh-huh. yeah they used to freak me out mm-hmm. i i feel like did i like laugh and think it was funny until you got a little too close to me and then i it was nervous laugh i sure. not liking it yeah yeah you always freaked out when i got too close <laughs> And then I'd have to say, it's just me. It's just me. <laughs> and then you do it again. And then you fell for it every time. I know. <laughs> but I could do it right that, now. That's what kids are. Yeah, I know. And that, that's fun parts of being a dad. Yeah. Fucking with your kids. Trauma. <laughs> Inflicting trauma. <laughs> you got to have some fun as a parent. Yeah. Before we get into favorite parts, I just want to say, fuck you, YouTube TV. <laughs> right? So I, I got the free 
14 days or whatever, and it's like $65 a month after that, which I get, man. There's like free cable live TV and all that bullshit. All other shit. But we had to watch fucking ads in this. Yeah. Like, it, you is should it, never no. have to... If you have a paid subscription, that should completely eliminate ads. Yeah. Because ads is... You make money from it. Well, I'm already paying you. I know. I wonder if the trial has ads. I don't know, man. If if you got to pay $65 and, a month and, and you try to watch doesn't. a movie and you got to watch ads in the middle, fuck that. I get it on videos. Put ads on videos, that's fine. Sure. But movies, that's... Movies are meant to be sat down and watched start to finish, not in no interruptions. Listen to me, man. Growing up, you couldn't fast forward, you couldn't pause, you had to fucking sit through that now shit. You're pampered, and, and it it would always come up like there's a big cliffhanger happening, and then it would fucking cut to commercial, and mm-hmm. you had to fucking wait. You don't know how good you have it. I had to look at National Geographic titties, Jack, and I, <laughs> and I had to watch commercials, but there were good commercials back in the seventies. All the commercials nowadays are beer commercials, car commercials. Um, and the car commercials are like, show someone like having sex and then they get in the shower. And then you're like, this is a cologne commercial, isn't it? And then they're like at the beach. And then suddenly there's a car driving in this hill. And it's like, oh, Mitsubishi. They're having sex? Well, it's, you know what I mean? It's No, they, I don't. They don't. But car commercials have nothing to do with cars. You're chasing excellence. It's like somebody waking up. And having a cup of coffee. And then they're like walking their dog. It's like, you pursue perfection. And it's like, oh, it's an Audi commercial. And the last two seconds is a car driving around a hill. And the sun is kind of setting. And it's like, on a professional course. Do not attempt. (laughs) Yeah. I hate car commercials and I hate cologne commercials because you never know what it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cologne commercials is just like... It could just be like... A dude without a shirt on. Yeah, and it's just in black and white. Mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> Willem Dafoe is putting on a turtleneck. And then it's like... And they don't oh. say anything except some French word at the end. <laughs> yeah. Like the the sauvage one. Yeah. Sausage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but pretty much all the commercials nowadays are cars, beer, AT&T, here's <laughs> a pill for your weenie that doesn't work. And, T-Mobile. And, and did you drink the uh, water at Camp Lejeune? That's pretty much all that I can see now. Yeah, or the or, pelvic mesh ones have kind of disappeared. Yeah. Or La Tesla, just some kind of medicine that you don't even know what it's for. La Prozatamalam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shows a guy throwing, he has gray hair uh-huh. and a white t-shirt and jeans on. He's throwing the football with like a nine-year-old kid. And then his wife's dancing with him. He's like, no more back pain. Mm-hmm. Your cock is rock hard. <laughs> All right, let's get into favorite parts. The tidal waves. Yeah. The explosion at the end. They had like maybe like 12 or 15 little square packs of C4. They drop it in the ocean, Hmm. like way deep in the ocean to blow up the ship that had the things, the zombies in it. And it blows up. And it's like those videos they show you in like, what was it, in the Godzilla movie? Like, these are the Fiji Islands, and this is what the U.S. did back in 1942 when they're testing out their first nuclear bombs. And it's just a camera from yeah. who knows how far away, and it's just hitting the ocean. And, you know, it's like you're surprised there's still water in the ocean after the explosion. It did one of those, and it, like, made, like, a, a big, like, bulb of a bulge of water. It looked really weird. And the ship that they blew it up from 
was on top of that, and then it suddenly blew up. It's like, you are fine. Like, why, why'd you leave a C4 on the ship? You could have been fine. For the same reason the guy left C4 in his house. Yeah. It's like there was like six zombies at his house. Yeah. Or wait, no, they, they killed, <laughs> there was like 30 zombies at this guy's gate, and then they got in, and there was a wood chipper in the front yard. Uh-huh. How convenient. And it showed them throw, what was it? It was four, I think, four or five mm-hmm. zombies into it. And they're like, whoo, good work, team. There was a, and then they just were fine. There, there was, was no more. There was a music montage, and the song was called Meat Machine. Yeah. And it was Ian Ziering and uh, his uh, lady love interest. And yeah, they're all, they, they broke through the gate, and there's 30 of them, probably. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, these two are going to fight them off. And so they're, they're fighting and, working together and kicking together and stuff. And yeah, they threw five in the wood chipper and then the music stops <laughs> the and there's over. no other zombies. It's like the zombies are like, fuck that. I don't want to go in a wood chipper. I'm going to go down on the beach and see if I can find some easy targets. Which then think about this. He left a C4 in his house to blow up his whole house. Well, they cleared it. So he just blew up all his shit for no reason. I know. Yeah. So there was this uh, <laughs> weird hermit kind of guy <laughs> yeah. who had built this compound on, on top of this hill and uh, he agreed to go down and help. And for some reason, he had a little remote control, he and he decided to house. blow up his house. And <laughs> it's like, dude, this might be over, and you might be able to go back there. Yeah. But he ended up dying anyway. Yeah. And just, just in a, weird fashion. Yeah, yeah, strange death. He he jumped in the water. He was going to scuba down and uh, put the C four down there. But as soon as he jumped in the water, some zombies swam over near him. And, and why didn't they fucking prepare all the shit like further away? Instead, they drove up right where the zombies were, mm-hmm. and then they got to work on the shit they needed to do on the boat. Meanwhile, zombies are climbing onto the boat. Yeah. And number one, like, pull the ladder up, right? How the <laughs> yeah. fuck are you going to get in a boat without a ladder? But but they stayed right there, and yeah, he jumped in the water, and there were zombies everywhere, and it's like, hey, I'm going to throw you the C4. Oh, you're dead. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, yeah, I didn't even need to throw him the C4 because I can, like, winch it down. Uh-huh. So he died for no reason. Oh, gosh. Yeah, everyone was a horrible actor or actress. I think they do that on purpose. I and I really think they did the five zombie wood chipper montage on purpose. Yeah, like there's they're, things they're, they do on purpose. They're laughing at themselves as they're doing this. They know exactly what it is and exactly what they want it to be, and that's what they do, and it works. The um, the tidal waves were the coolest part of the movie, for sure. Yeah. They looked really cool. I like they, the they fact that there's cool. all these zombies in there. That's the only effect in the movie, really, that kind of looked like it could have stood side by side with something from, like, we, we watched uh, the Dennis Quaid movie. Oh. Um, the Natural Disaster movie. Yeah. The Day After Tomorrow. Yeah. Like, it, it would have looked worse than a tsunami from that. Yeah. But putting them side by side in my head right now, it's like, they both look pretty good. That was the only thing. They put all their their effects time into that. All right, bucket of chicken? And it's hard. There's just so many things. And not really. It's There's nothing jumping out at me. I don't like Ian Ziering. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to give it to Ian Ziering. And, and here's why. In the early 90s, have you ever heard of uh, Beverly Hills 90210? Yeah. So it was a show. It was the biggest show, like in 1990 through about 1994, something like that. Um, and he and he was one of the stars in it. And you feel like all these people are going to go on and, and be in these, like, big Just time. Just be famous forever. Yeah. And 
One of them passed away early. He was in a lot of movies. Another one, Jason Priestley. I don't know what the fuck happened to him. And then the girls. I mean, nobody's really done much. Mm -hmm. I like the fact that Ian Ziering has just embraced this. Embraced the fall off. This wasn't his plan. When he was in 90210... And on top of the world, very, and, very respectful. And, and they're all demanding this much money to do another season and stuff. Yeah, uh, you know, there there was no way that he thought I'm going to have a hard time getting hired to make movies. So I love the fact that he has embraced doing these. And let me yeah. let me read some of the other movies that that he's been in. Lava Lantula. What? That sounds awesome. <laughs> uh, an ancient volcano erupts in the Santa Monica Mountains, spewing out gigantic fire-breathing spiders that wreak havoc on Los Angeles. Lava Lantula, that is so good. There's a Aztec Rex, which uh, is it has to do with uh, the explorer, Spanish explorer uh, Hernando Cortez, which is played by Ian Ziering, and uh, <laughs> they're going to Mexico to seek the riches, and then I think the natives. Um, have been conducting human sacrifices to keep a big Tyrannosaurus Rex from attacking uh, the people. So there's a, the legend of the awesomest Maximus. <laughs> He's in that. It's just it's just great. And the Sharknado, there's Sharknado. There's came like out the three first or one. Four of them, right? Sharknado two, the second one is what it's called. <laughs> there Sharknado feeding frenzy. Okay. Then Sharknado three. Oh hell no! Even though it's the fourth one. Then Sharknado, The Fourth Awakens. Then Sharknado 5, Global Swarming. And then the last Sharknado, It's About Time. And then, of course, Zombie Tidal Wave. I, yeah. I just, I love it. I, I feel like back in the day, he would feel like, no, that shit's beneath me. Fuck oh, no, I'm absolutely. not doing stuff like that. But he's embraced it, man, and now he's making money. Yeah. And, and good for him, man. I, and I like that. Because I feel like a lot of stars wouldn't be able to get over themselves enough to take a role like that. Well, and he may be nothing like his character in 90210, but he was this, I mean, they were all rich, basically, but he was just such an entitled brat mm. who, you know, drove a Mercedes or whatever kind of car he fucking wanted to. You know, his dad paid for everything, and but but he, he felt like, you know, it was his money. You know, he was just one of those, he yeah. was a fucking asshole. He was like the guy who pushed the girl into the zombies in this mm. movie. My daddy's a lawyer. He was just overly conceited, so I always kind of felt like, I don't know, that's all I ever saw of him. So I kind of, I felt like, man, since he was so good at playing yeah. that, maybe that's how he is in real life. But man, he he gets my bucket of chicken because good for him, man. And these are entertaining. Uh, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it to the hermit guy who had okay. the wood chipper, all the first aid supplies in the world. He captured a zombie and was experimenting on it, trying to figure out what kills them. And he came up with electricity and he had, he like opened up a cabinet and it's just full of C4. Like this dude didn't just go to the store today after the apocalypse and get that. He had a cabinet of C4 in his kitchen. He's been prepping. Yeah. yeah. He's crazy. You know, he, he went to a place to get away and do some prepping where he could get stuff like that. Nobody's going to say anything to him. Yeah. Driscoll was his name. And he's the one who had died the odd death after he blew up his house. Yeah. Uh, one more thing before we get into scores. <laughs> this movie was called Zombie Tidal Wave, but it seemed like nobody was ever wet. Yeah, I never saw Clothes any were, wetness. Clothes were always dry, except like some of the people laying on the beach at one point at the you know when the zombies first came on. But Ian Ziering never wet. Even even at the end when the the last like the explosion, the water came and it looked like maybe it took him away. And then he's walking up on the dock where the girls are, and he's not wet. They're not wet. No, nope, nobody's so ever fucking stupid. wet. Did the girl who 
rode the way from the explosion with the life vest on? Was she wet? Yeah, they pulled her out of okay. the water. Okay, I yeah. was going to say, I don't even remember her being <laughs> yeah, wet. Yeah, she was wet. Yeah. All right, score time. Um, 60. Really? Okay. I mean, it was good, but you don't really, you don't pass these kind of movies. Why not? Well, I guess, yeah, well, that's rich coming from me. Exactly. Giving road trip a 100. Um, Were you not entertained the whole time? I, I was entertained the whole time. I'll give it a 75. Okay. All right. I'm going to give it a 72. It. I mean, it is what it is. It's fucking zombie tidal wave. <laughs> you know what it is going into it. Which helps. It helps a lot because there's sometimes you pick a movie that you think is going to be really good and, and you're fucking shit disappointed from the very beginning. But you knew what this was. And for what it was, man, it was... It was. It, was, it did a great job it did a being great job. it. Uh-huh. Exactly. All right. You got anything else? No. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 185 of Movie Muggin'. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter. If you'd like to uh, email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. We also have a website, moviemuggin.com. Go over there, uh, fart around over there, and see what you can find. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Mm -hmm. I hope you have a, uh, a wonderful time with your family um, listening to this as you're uh, traveling over the this uh, crazy um, weekend. And the greatest gift of all... I'm just fucking sputtering here, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. Obviously, greatest gift of all, movie mugging. <laughs> yeah. Share it with your grandma. Mm-hmm. Share it with your elderly father. They will definitely <laughs> love it. Sharing is caring. Um, did you get some money for Christmas? Because if so, we have a merch store. <laughs> yeah. So uh, head on over to our website and click on the, uh, the the merch link, and you can go to our store. We have, you know, we have uh, movie mugging gear like our, our logo and stuff. And we got random shit like we a saltine cracker. We shirt. got a lot of other fun stuff on there. So uh, spend that Christmas money you know, wisely. Spend all your money on us. Help support the show, man. <laughs> you know. But anyway, Merry Christmas. You have yourself a movie mugging day. Later. If I were to have to suck a dick, I would not want my fucking nose to be like three inches inward in hair. <laughs>